You're listening to Around Comics, episode 139. Chicago, this is Around Comics, the comic book roundtable. The new roundtable. The new. Here we are. Uh, I'm Christopher Neesman. Improved. And uh, joining me on the roundtable today are Mr. Scotty Young. I'm so afraid. <laughs> Change is good, Scotty. Change Why have you put me in the dark? It's so Shut up! <laughs> Shut your mouth! E.T. is coming to get me. You know, I used to think E.T. was always coming to get me at night. <laughs> Every night, my parents had a party one time, and I and like there was like an old man. I was already in bed, and there was like an old man walking to the bathroom, but he's old and he walked really, really slow. <laughs> and so because I thought it was like the ET footsteps because he was really small, and I could have. I was like, Why is ET coming to get me? This is bullshit. <laughs> Dude's neck is huge. Oh, yeah, me, <laughs> Mr. Salazar. How are you? I'm Ryan good. Salazar? I'm relaxed, refreshed, ready to rock. Here I am. <laughs> I don't know. He in his pants, just a little. I'm just a little from, nervous from fright. I'm a little scared. He was ready for dinner. I don't have. Blood I don't have slow. the tome of show notes in front of me Sweet. that we are so used to we're having. Winging it. I don't know. Yeah, we're kind of. But, but I did in honor of our new idea for the show. I am freeballing today. Sweet. I did go commando. <laughs> oh God! And uh, I just want everybody to know that I've just been commando for about seven months <laughs> since I started New X Men. Oh, I said, that's fuck it. <laughs> fuck the looms, baby. <laughs> don't need them. <laughs> no, it just restricts your creativity. Yeah, it does. It's restricting. I get swalls. Uh, swalls. Yeah, sweaty balls. Oh. Yeah. He's like he's like, a, he's like a baseball player now. It's like he's on a he's on he's a good street. Yeah, yeah, he can't break like, the you know. Yeah, got to keep going. Uh-huh. I got a week I left. Understand. Casey's like Scotty naked again. <laughs> week left, and I won't. Well, not only will I maintain the free ball, but I won't wear pants either. Oh, all <laughs> right. Fucking the new the new Scotty. Yeah. Just uh just a hat and his earrings. <laughs> Hat, hat and earrings and uh, maybe a backpack, maybe a, a baby doll team. <laughs> oh, no. Well, uh, quick note: uh, Tom Caters uh, isn't here tonight. He's actually saving up his uh, his chi his for juices. The, yeah. his juices. Yes, <laughs> he's basting himself at home in preparation for the twenty four hour podcast, which is uh, next week. So, yeah, <laughs> and such a soon to be disaster. Oh, oh. no, it's going to be fantastic. So I tell you what, uh, we do have a little bit of business to take care. Okay. Because I need to remind everyone that this episode of Around Comics is sponsored by InStockTrades.com. Waiting for the trade has never been easier. InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. InStockTrades.com is your source for trade paperbacks, stocks, hardcovers, essentials, showcases, archives, absolute editions, omnibus editions, and more. All at great discounted prices. And remember that all orders over $50 ship for free. Whether you're buying an Absolute Edition or catching up with showcases and essentials, 
InStockTrades.com is your new best friend. I'm so tired of that word. <laughs> we got to get a new spot. We actually I are going to have a new spot, yes. and which uh, leads into kind of our, our, our next bit of information. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, our next spot for InStock is going to uh, tie in with our uh, Club of the Month Club. Club, <laughs> club, club of the, the Month Club? The, the still the club unnamed. Club of the Month <laughs> Please help us out. Go to the forum. Give us some yeah. suggestions. Yeah, there's a thread email, on the forum. Do it on the forum. Throw in emails. Yeah. Well, Scotty, uh, we uh, wh- why don't why don't you tell people what the the month club okay. is, uh, and, and you can uh, well, put your fix. And I'll give them a little history on what I thought about. Uh, as as everybody knows, I've been reading Preacher. I finished it and was very angry <laughs> about about the ending. Very angry. And so I thought, um, and this was all, this was kind of th- I thought about this a little bit before we decided to change the format of the show. But when we changed the format of the show, it made even more sense. And I thought of the idea of, I just wanted a chance to be able to sit and talk about Preacher as a whole with everybody else who's read it, um, and really just get everybody's opinions on the different parts of the book. And so I thought it made me think uh, similar to, you know, Oprah's book club or just general book clubs. I I have friends that are a part of local community book clubs, uh, but I thought of the same kind of idea would be a good... I just just got this uh, image in my head of you sitting at a Borders with a bunch of women drinking coffee, you know, coffee talking about. I do that because you know what? I love tits. <laughs> and that's, of course, yeah. uh, the place you go for them. Yeah, borders, borders and books. Because, well, hey, man, they read freaky stuff. You never know. Borders, about these. books, boobs. Yeah, borders, books, boobs. Um, so Sorry, I thought ahead. it'd be a good idea for us, and I think entertaining for us and enjoyable, and I think for the listeners as well, for us to uh, pick. Um, Pick some forms of entertainment each month and force each other, you know, each one of us come up with uh, a different uh, book, comic book, like a, mm-hmm. a, trade. Like a trade or a story. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. We'll kind of decide this, the size of it depending on what everybody has going on. But uh, some kind of comic book, um, a CD, mm-hmm. and a movie. So the, uh, each of us of the round, me, you, Tom, Sal, will all pick... Um, <clears throat> one of these each month. So for the first month it'll be me, and then we'll just rotate, and we all have to watch, watch, read, and listen to the same thing. And then at the end of the month, uh, last show of the month, we will basically dedicate that show to discussing our opinions on all these different things. And, um, and I think we're going to try and uh, do our our best. And I think this will be pretty easy. It's not going to be like Infinite Crisis, Star Wars, and you know whatever. No, know, I think popular th- we're going to we're going to try and introduce some new stuff that that probably went under the radar in in all three of those categories. Well, I mean, I I, I think that it'll be a good it'll be a good thing. I mean, it's really just a, a situation where we can all have our chance to put up whatever we truly truly enjoy, mm-hmm. even as commercial as it could be or as underground as it could be. It's really, I think, a chance for 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 a lot of us have, you know, a lot of times we talk about stuff and somebody reads something and then a lot of us will be like, oh yeah, you like that, I probably don't want to ever read that. Right. But this is like almost a way like, you're going to read it, You're, you're going to like it. And, right. and you folks will be able to play along at home with right. us. And, and kind of going back to the in-stock trades thing, I know that they are going to do their best to make sure that they stock the, the, the trade or, or comic selection mm-hmm. for that month. And it sounds like they're even going to give a little bit of an extra discount as incentive to for the month. Yeah. For, for, the, for, that, month. for the book of that month. Yeah. Yep. So I tell you, uh, Scotty, why don't you go ahead and unveil our first uh, selections? All right. For my comic book, um, I am picking the trade paperback of The Witching Hour. Uh, if Vertigo put it out, DC, 
and uh, it's written by Jeff Loeb with uh, pencils by Chris Bacello and inks by Art Thurbert. Um, I'm not going to go into it really at all. It's it's kind of a darker tale about some uh, kind of mis- mystical. Uh, well, witch stuff, so maybe, maybe Ambrosia can hit us up. We're not going to piss off the pagans <laughs> yeah. again, are we? Uh, so, um, uh, like I said, I'm going to save all the information till yep. till we've all had a chance to read it. Mm-hmm. And but um, it is available uh, at Inside Trades. It's available at Inside Trades. I checked that today, so that's my comic book of the month. So everybody, go out and grab that and read through it. Um, for my movie, uh, I wanted to. For people who don't know, I have. Uh, gigantic DVD collection. It looks like Blockbuster in, in my house. So I sat there in front of my movies for about an hour today just looking like, <laughs> what am I going to pick? Looking at I'm going to blow their minds. <laughs> um, looking at the spines. Yeah, of all yeah the and just going blind <laughs> from colors. So um, You narrowed it down to 100 and then yeah. 50. Then. Well, really what I was going into what I was thinking was I had I, now. I don't want to set a lot of rules for myself on this thing. I really just want to feel free for me myself to feel free to pick whatever I right. want uh, to have fun with and see if you guys enjoy. Um, so the things that I thought about in picking my movie, I'll go ahead and tell you what it is. It's Open Range, starring uh, Robert Duvall, Kevin Costner, and Annette Bening, uh, and directed by Kevin Costner. So, um, the, my thought process of picking this movie was a. I think it's an outstanding movie, and I've either a heard hardly anybody ever talk about it, mm-hmm. and b. If they have, they do not like it. Um, and I'll go into more on that later. Again, on the on the club, the club, uh, the club episode. But um, <clears throat> another reason I wanted to pick it was it seemed to be as far away from. I, w- I wanted to get something that didn't seem like a typical comic book pick, right? I didn't want right. to like your. I didn't want. We wanted, we wanted to show the onion that is Scotty Young. Yeah, he layers, like. baby. <laughs> layers. I like porn and uh, sobby and, chick flicks, too. And Western. It's all, yeah, and Western. So you guys don't want to know about the Love Actually discussion that we had in the car ride. Very good. Here. We might have that later. We might get <laughs> oh into God. that. We might get into that. Because you know why? We can. New yeah, show, we baby. Can. We can. Uh, so, yeah, open range. Uh, go out. Netflix it, um, uh, buy it, whatever, and uh, and to reaffirm your manhood, what's the the CD pick? Oh <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, my CD pick is um, the album is called Blast Tyrant from Clutch. Blast Tyrant. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's on iTunes. If not, uh, I'm pre- I. I think I know it is. I think you got it from yeah. from iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I got it from iTunes. And if you, want, and if you want more information, I'm sure we'll have a, uh, a sticky thread yeah. for for sure. This so the band the name is Clutch. Um, <coughs> the album is Blast Tyrant. It is Clutch is a somewhat hybrid of kind of metal rock with some bluesy, southern bluesy southern, southern rock. Uh, dirty yeah. Southern rock. It's just fun. Uh, kick-ass music. So I'm interested to hear what uh, everybody is going to think about my three. And, and, and you know what? My my three picks are just all over the map, too. Yeah, you it's know? perfect. I haven't read that book. I haven't seen the movie. And I've only heard a little bit of right. clutch. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, you you will, by the after, the after this month, you will probably come in here with a full beard. Mm-hmm. Uh, tattoos. <laughs> and commando. Of, and cowboy hat. Well, definitely commando. You will come in here uh, with a full beard. Tattoos of like runes and shit, and leaves <laughs> and wicked shit, 
and uh, and you'll have spurs on. Spurs and chaps. Yeah, spurs and chaps, and be smoking a cigar. And we should and we should mention to people it's like I mean we're we're doing this and obviously we're announcing him ahead of time so that if you want to play mm-hmm. along and listen and read and watch and everything and then uh, you know listen into what we have to say but obviously you don't have to I yeah mean, no, no. No, you know I mean it's this, like, yeah it's completely optional <laughs> yeah you want to get down on the situation I mean I would I would say to people that if you do um, if you do go along and you watch the movie read the book and listen to the CD. And you want to post up your thoughts on the on the the forum or or email them in or something before like you know sometime a week before we act we actually do the show right it'd be nice to see what others thought yep. before right. we actually approach doing the club show so Absolutely. Who knows, uh, maybe we can even get a special guest to chime in as well Kevin Costner yeah he, uh, Kevin does come over and play uh, sorry with me. <laughs> On the weekend, sorry, Uno. Sometimes, sometimes he seems we like Uno. a Uno guy. Yeah, he likes yeah. Uno, but sorry is like sorry is like a challenge. It's like why you keep sending me home? I was om- I almost had my guy in the circle. <laughs> I'm sure he gets very upset. Yeah. All right. So anyway, that's the uh, that's the the club for this month. We don't uh, have a name for it. Help us so name it. Help yeah, us help name, name it. <coughs> Make it Uno, sweet I, I too. You, Better not be dumb. What, you know, I'm. I'll say this right now. Um, if if we pick your name, I'll send you uh, Witching Hour. I'll send you a copy. Oh, of it. also Squido! Wow, there you go. You you name the club, and I'll send you a copy of, of wow. this of throwing out the this gifts. month's. Um, I'll send you trade. some uh, bad '80s independent comics. I'll send you jack shit because <laughs> I don't give two shits about you. All right. Well, we, we need to we need to make sure and mention that uh, around comics is recorded every Friday at seven seven thirty eight o'clock. Eight, whenever nine. we get here, uh, around or at uh, Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles. It's located at forty eight thirty five Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. Chicago. Drop by, say hi. Be good. We'll say hello. Yes. I thought somebody was coming tonight, but uh, they ignore you. Uh, I think that actually, I think Chris Marshall from Collected Comics Library oh, is going right. to drop yeah. by. So he's uh, uh, down from Detroit. We did have uh, someone send us an email saying that they were they wanted to know if they came uh, with uh, uh, 40s taped to their hands, yeah. uh, 40 Sc- hands. A Scotty sucks T-shirt, and came and danced a pagan ritual. Would we let them watch the show? And it was signed Ambrosia. <laughs> nice, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yes, you're more than welcome. And, right. But you have to bring me large, size large. Uh, Scotty sucks T-shirt <laughs> as well. You're gonna start selling those at comments. I am. Uh, got him. <laughs> I believe in the sweet spot, softcore pornography, opening your presents Christmas morning rather than Christmas Eve, and I believe in long, slow, deep, soft, wet kisses that last three days. All right, well, uh, let's, uh, let's get to it. Yeah. Uh, we, we, what are we talking about? Well, as we, as we told everyone I last week, we're still, <laughs> we're still a comic book podcast. We are going to go into a lot of other directions, but we're always going to start with what, we're, with what we've been reading. So, Sal, why don't you start us off? What right. have you been reading? Well, uh, since it is a new format and everything, I figured now was a good time. <laughs> to uh, do the bottom of the stack? No, not bottom <laughs> of the stack, but I'm finally... Blows, man! <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm finally uh, jumping off. Uh, You've been supporting. The ban- this I know. Book. I've been supporting this Let book since oh. the beginning of it, and everybody else has hated this book, and <laughs> and I've been supporting it, and I've been going. Well, you know, yeah, it's not exactly what I was expecting. It's not <laughs> what I was hoping for. But there were parts of it that I liked, and I finally with this. Uh, this is uh, issue number seven of Batman and Robin: The Boy Wonder by Frank Miller and Jim Lee. Uh, I just have this vision of of Sal finishing this up <laughs> and like throwing it down and saying I'm out. Yeah, I, that, I mean that really was kind of it. I mean I just I got done with it. I'm like 
I can't do it. I can't defend this any right. longer. It's just become. I don't. I mean, I don't. You know, like people saying, "Oh, Frank Miller." Well, tell lost people what it, it is. I, I did. I said Frank. Uh, Batman. Oh, you did say it. Okay. Um, I think he's just like. I think Frank just doesn't give a shit anymore about. You I'm know glad I mean? you guys are coming over you to my way I mean? of thinking. Like, <laughs> I've said for a long time that Frank Miller's sitting in his like sweet ass house, going, "Suck jokes on you, yeah, motherfucker! Yeah. Watch I mean, this drawing." I mean, <laughs> if you've been reading this or paying attention on on like message board and stuff, it's like the the one of the first things that like pissed people off was one of the lines in the book was, "I'm the goddamn Batman." That was something Batman said, and it was. I like that actually. Well, okay, that you know, and I didn't. It didn't bother me, right. but people seem to take r- real offense to it. Uh-huh. Well, and some people took offense, that, to it, and some people thought it was really funny. I saw, yeah. the, I saw the humor in it. Yeah. Well, like, like I said, my defense of the, this book has, has from the beginning, sort of been, okay, it's not the Batman that we know at all. I mean, to me, what Miller was trying to say about this book is like he, Bruce Wayne's kind of insane. Uh, he absolutely you know all the I mean? way it's, is insane. He's nuts. Yeah. He, yeah. He, to be to do this sociopath. Yeah, you would have to be crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's what he I thought he was trying to project. But in this particular issue, the goddamn Batman is literally I didn't count him, but I I I have to say it is used 12 times on in the, the goddamn book. Batman. <laughs> no, he he says it. Black Canary says it. Robin <laughs> says it. <laughs> Uh, I think the, they even said something about the goddamn Batmobile. Nice. I mean, so it's like, he's just, I mean, right. he's sticking the knife in, right. twisting it, you know, moving sure. around. Yeah, I mean, he's just, but I'm just like, when all Superman right. flies in and says, you are the goddamn Batman. Well, that's you know? probably not, yeah, I mean, it's just like, okay, a final, you know, I, want already, to, I want him to fly in and say, I'm the goddamn Superman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, what is he doing here? You know, so I finally, I cannot. Uh, I can't really that defend the joke, this, the joke the, is over. Say. Yeah, I mean, the, but the art uh, surprise. I mean, the art was I thought excellent. Uh, I tell you well, what. For I, the people who were bitching about uh, him saying I'm the goddamn Batman, uh, uh, I, I'm, it's hard pressed to say that's the only fucking Batman book on the shelf, right? Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's well, like who gives the, the goddamn? The big, thing, well, the big thing with this book is that because it was such an anticipated book, yeah. because it's Frank Miller coming sure. back to Batman, right? And and everybody, everybody expected yeah. it to be Dark Knight again, right? You know, and it's not. It's nothing even shouldn't be close to it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's completely different, and that's what I kind of enjoyed about it. But now right. it's it's just it's. But, you the know, ridiculousness no. of it at some point I enjoyed, sure. but it's just gotten so completely... Well, I mean, that's kind of the thing about Batman, though, is that, I mean, it's not the only Batman book. If you're a Batman fan, there's oh, yeah, eight different places yeah, and, and that you can go. Yeah, no no question. So that I just want, I just want, I had did to get you, that off my chest. Speaking <gasps> of, did you, uh, did you pick up uh, Batman 669? I did not. I have uh, I have it. I haven't read it yet. Uh, Grant Morrison, J.H. Williams III. This is the last. That's the fin- finale of the Club of Heroes. Yeah, this is uh, the Dark Knight Must Die and the uh, the Club of Heroes, which uh, um, some people have liked it, some people haven't. I, I thought it was really kind of a, a fun, uh, it, it was kind of like the Batman version of Clue. Yeah, yeah, murder mystery. I played Clue the other night <laughs> with Kevin Costner. No, no, with Robert Duvall, but and Tom Cruise. And he was all trying to get me to join Scientology. Um, no, really, I did play Clue the other night though with my neighbors. We've been going on this fucking crazy game, game? kick. Yeah, like Uno, Sorry, Clue. I love Clue. I was uh, Skipbo. Skipbo fucking sucks. I Anybody who remembered Skipbo, it's fu- no it's fucking terrible. <laughs> and. Uh, well, 
Pictionary. We did play Pictionary. And that's not fair. That, no, yeah. But they, they the challenge that I fucked my world up. <laughs> I, and I would go in there all cocky, right? Like gunslinger, like, ha, ah, I'm going to fucking smash you all. But there's a challenge dice, right? You roll that with the dice, and it tells you extra shit. Like, uh, draw with your eyes closed. Oh, well, not yeah, so good. Yeah, not, not so, so good with that. <laughs> not a pen uh, up. Draw with the opposite hand. Even not so gooder uh, on that one. And uh, one other one is um, you can't pick up the pencil. What? Oh, you have to C- touch can't the paper the whole time. The whole time. That's a hard. Mo- I'm pretty good at that. That's one, pretty tough. I'm pretty sweet. Well, at that. yeah, that's I'm gonna do know. my next cover like that. <laughs> <laughs> Videotape. I can't wait. Knows it. Can't wait for that one. I'm going Frank Miller now, baby. <laughs> oh, I'm on New X Men. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> That's the, right. That is a pretty good selling book, but only oh, wait. good. <laughs> but wait. So, Batman 669. Uh, fun conclusion to it. Uh, I, I would... You know, the, the schedule that they come out with, everything's kind of broken up because they had the, the whole Batman 666, so this was kind of jumped around a little bit. Yeah. But the story is done, and I would I would assume that they will release this as a trade, just this story. And, yeah, it was a fun murder mystery. It kind of... I love the, yeah, uh, the Club of Heroes uh, oh, yeah. in it. I thought that was... They were, it was like... Batman's from different uh, cities, sort of. They were kind of Batman, yeah, the but they're all kind of lame. The Mexican right. Batman, yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they're all kind of lame versions of Batman. Right. And uh, and and one time he was a member of the for club like a here. week, yeah, for like a week, <laughs> and then he's like, nah, just kind of lame guys, you know. But now he comes back, and and there's this murder mystery. But so it was a pretty cool story. That's I mean, cool. it was definitely a different. And uh, I love J. H. Williams art. Yeah, he, I do like it. He's got such a, a cool design sense for a lot of his panels. Yeah, he always he always stuff. adds. Uh, you know, he definitely has the uh, flair to the it. The third, the third, the third, the third. Scotty, you got anything right off the top? Or we're we just gonna just bounce around, I guess. Um, I, I actually, pre- what did I? Fin- I finished Preacher. Yeah. Um, then I really quickly read reread Death, the old Death with Neil Gaiman oh, really? and Chris Pacello. Oh. It's not as good as I remember it being. The not what is the first one? Uh, Nightmares High Cost of Living or something. High cost, uh, high cost of living. Oh, I was thinking Sandman. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's pretty good. It's a little slow. It's just really cool artwork. I really like the artwork. Um, I sh- went back and started rereading a hundred bullets uh, because I Ooh. I read a couple trades of that and then got distracted and started reading other things. Yeah, then you're lost. And, and it's been like yeah, a good eight nine. Got to start from the beginning. So I went back and I read the first two trades this week. And man, the. That fucking book is awesome. Yeah, I mean, oh, it, yeah. it is so good, and the di- I mean, everything about it is intriguing. Even when I mean, it's an overall story, but it does such a great job. Even when it wants to do like a little one and done story inside of right. it, it still feels like the same book. It's not like some other books when you're reading like a trade and they need like a filler issue or mm-hmm. like it's, it seems like it's something. It, yeah, yeah, it always seems like so out of the blue. I love the uh, the little fill in story with Joe DiMaggio. That, yeah, that that's not. I'm not there yet. Okay, there's a neat little, but it, it's right. It's just a little one shot. Yeah. Well, I'm doing the. Yeah, right now I'm at the first two trades. Okay. I just finished the second, the first two. So that's where like the first trade is is mainly about um, oh, what's the girl's name? Oh, uh, Diz. Yeah, Diz. Diz. Yeah. Uh, it's mainly about her and you know here kind Chicago, of baby. setting up the whole. You know, here's a attaché with right. a gun and a hundred untraceable bullets to, uh, and it's almost Graves' way of. It's like a weird social experiment. Like, will you go kill well, yeah, you the person you, who's wrong? You, you don't really know what anything is about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah like it's, it's, it's slowly releasing information to you, and you 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 slowly find out about like the trust and and the Minutemen, and 
See, uh, that's where I kind of lost it on that. I mean, I loved I, I love Rizzo's art, right. and I loved mm-hmm. the book. Right. And, and I, I made the mistake of initially picking up singles. singles that's which a book, is like yeah. impossible. Well, we've talked about yeah. this. You and I talked about this a while ago where I said, with a book that is, you know, because we've always talked about books, like what books would be good just to come straight out as graphic as, novels. Right. And for me, because 100 Bullets has obviously found its, its audience and it is successful to me mm-hmm. the thing that would help clean that book clear up that book a little bit because i have heard a lot of people like as it gets on they're like i don't know what's happening yeah i'm gonna but wait it's almost like a book that i'm like they should just do hold off and, or do trades right start it off but it, it reads so much better in oh trades. But yeah even in trades i mean it, see i almost feel like on that book it needs to come out as like a like a four volumes of graphic <laughs> yeah, something. novels. Right. Well, you know? but see, I, I think with that book, it was like it was a cool idea, a cool concept sure. in the beginning, and but it should have ended sooner, maybe. Well, it just it got to the point where it was like, I felt they had to try and now make it a story, right? You know, and then it started getting really kind of complex, and then it became convoluted, and you had. I mean, you know, you kind of got the feeling like it wasn't going anywhere. You had right. these stories, but he had like this overarching thing that he was trying to keep, you know, tied it, tie it all together. Mm-hmm. But that's where I kind of lost it on the book. It was just like, okay, what is going on with the Minutemen and this and that? And I'll everybody. probably figure it out because I'm pretty intelligent. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I know that. <laughs> I actually had someone like like a year or two ago. Someone actually sent me an Excel spreadsheet with all the of breakdown. The, with oh, all the I remember that. That was insane. Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, there are that many characters in, yeah. this, in this book. But it was a, it's an awesome book. I mean, it, it, no question. It's yeah. it, it's so good. I mean, especially here, like I said, the, the very beginning. Like I've read like five or I've read mm-hmm. four trades total, but I'm rereading, and I have, and I just ordered the all eleven, or the rest of the up until eleven. But um, oh man, like the second trade is so good. I the mean, ca- the the fifth trade, the the um, the counterfeit detective, counter fifth, counter fifth detective. Yeah, sorry, um, don't say anything about it. Or I'll uh, break it's your really mouth. It's really good. It's awesome. Break uh, mouths up in this good. On, on the piece. on the art side, and <laughs> you're you're starting out in the Chicago story. Sure. How do you like Rizzo's depiction of Chicago? Well, it's fine. I yeah. mean, it's as fine as it can be in a book. Uh, I mean, he, he hits your typical landmarks, and you can does the L right. Yeah, he does yeah. the L right. He, he did the L. It doesn't look like a New York subway. Yeah, which is yeah. He did the L. You can tell like what neighborhoods look like and how our L in the city looks. Um, well, a lot of times you see cities and it's like it's generic city A. Right. You know what I mean? Right. This one you could tell right. if you were from Chicago. If you knew Chicago, you could certainly tell. The, yeah, of course, and I mean, I don't ever find that to be a, a very a, a big problem nowadays because of the internet. Right. right. You, you have can so Google much every location. Yeah. Um, but Rizzo's art is. Is awesome. Sweet. I just ordered. Um, uh, it just came out. I think this month. Um, it, it, it's a book called. Oh shit! It's all Rizzo, and it was a, like a black it, and a white book. Borderline. Yeah. No, no. I don't. It's, is it's, it an art book? It, I don't think it's an art book. I think it's like horror stories. Oh, sweet! It's like horror stories by Rizzo. I oh, think I'd he like wrote them. Ooh. And and where'd you get it? I ordered it uh, through Diamond or uh, through uh, DCBS. It was this in this month's previews. Ooh. So I won't get it for like three months. That's good shit. But it's called like uh, God sweetness, probably. No, it's like monster well, sweetness. Have you have you heard of uh, uh, Borderline? Yeah, it's I've all heard of it. uh, uh, Spanish, right. um, and then it was translated. Actually, uh, Ivan Spanish? Brandon, right. uh, NYC Mac guy. Uh, well, they the were like. Uh, Rizzo and Azarello, which because Azare- people, people might not know, but Azarello's a Chicago and well, yeah. as well lives in my neighborhood. Uh, no, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Not really. 
neighborhood. <laughs> kind of. Well, they go to the same gym as me. <laughs> you go to Ravenswood. Do you, you live, live in Edgewater. Do you yeah, live but, like up? He lives on the <laughs> north side of Ravenswood. <laughs> That's you, Edgewater. Do you bench more than him? No, but I squat a lot. <laughs> uh, uh, Commando. <laughs> no, no pants oh, on at the gym. Oh, it's like what? That's not right. Um, <laughs> but those two went over and did. Uh, those two went over and did um, that Batman Broken City. Yeah, which that you was really, really like, yeah, sweet. Yeah. I mean, Rizzo's art on that was really that's what, sweet. That's one of those story arcs, though, that like people were kind of freaked out by because it was so different, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but like what was different about it is what you loved about it is like all those all the rogues were. They real were people yeah, that you had, had real afflictions. Up and yeah. yeah, they like were like Killer Croc. And yeah. Killer Croc was not like the Jim Lee Killer Croc it's that looked like a, disease, like, yeah, an like a demon right, alien. Right. He looked like uh, a yeah, it was dude with a, a skin disease. Yeah, with that nasty, yeah. scaly skin disease. Well, uh, that's how Bat Rogue should be. Is that you know he is a non-superpowered. Yeah. Hero, so his rogue should reflect that. Sure, more mutations almost, or something. You know, yeah. where it's like they were mental really disorders. Yeah, yeah it, was, yeah, it was more mental disorders, yeah. and some of the mental disorders were from them being disfigured, up, right, yeah. and you know, physically disfigured, yeah, absolutely. and it broke their mind. So uh, I would, I would say, yeah, that's a really good book. I'm gonna reread. I need to reread that so I can be fresh. I'll talk about it on another show. Okay, <laughs> pick it. Mom, Mikey's coming over, we're going to lift, right? So I don't want you coming down the basement bothering us. Well, the only reason I came down there the last time was that I heard screaming. Ma, we're lifting, all right? That's what happens, you know? You get pumped up or you scream. Yeah, but when I came down there, you had your pants down. Look, Ma, if I want to take my pants down, I'll take my pants down, all right? Well, men, you know? We get pumped up, we get crazy. All right, if you say so. Yeah, I do, okay? Look, that's him now, all right? So uh, leave us alone. Fine, fine. I'll be upstairs if you need me. All right, I won't. Hey, Mikey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? What's up? All right. Hey, you ready to lift? Yeah, let's do it. All right, all right, let's get pumped. All right, what do you want to do? Want to do some chest, do some benching? Nah, I got to do legs. Maybe some squats. Why? Well, Angie says I got a flat ass, so... What? Fuck that bitch. She said that? Yeah. Man, fuck her. You got a great ass. You really think so? Yeah, man. Don't fucking listen to her. Turn around. Let me see your ass. Man, that's a great ass. Yeah? Yeah, it's round and muscular. Let me see. Take your pants down so I can really see it. Okay. So, what do you think? Mikey, that is a great ass. I wouldn't lie to you. Look at yourself. You're tripping over yourself here. Standing there with your pants down by your ankles like a fucking moron. Just take them off. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it looks kind of stupid, right? Yeah, you're going to trip and break your fucking head open. (laughs) All right, we'll jump into another comic here. But uh, first we have a new addition to the the round table. A podcaster. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. Chris Marshall. A trip down from Detroit, Rock City. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Good. Good to see you, Hi. Hi, Scotty. Hi. <laughs> if uh, uh, you you should probably recognize that voice, Chris is the host of the Collected Comics Library podcast. So, one of the our, our comics podcasting brethren. Thanks for inviting me down here, guys. And you look and svelte. I'm Good trying to. And you'll probably be hearing uh, hearing him on our uh, Monday episodes. I believe. Have you announced that tonight? Did, uh, did you get around to that? Well, people have already heard it actually. 
Oh, that's by right. Time, by the time they hear this, yes. that's right. They've, right. they've hopefully. You got to remember, I just drove five breaking and a half hours, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's good to have you here. Um, I want to talk uh, uh, real quick. Uh, you had you had had it on your stack of comics. Oh, um, I lost my stack. The uh, the Justice League of oh, America, man. the wedding special, came out last week, and then the Sissies. Injustice League of well, America, yeah. J- JLA thirteen, uh, which starts the uh, McDuffie run. Yeah. The uh, when McDuffie. Dwayne McDuffie and uh, uh, Benitez, uh, what's his first name? Jose. Joe. Oh, Joe. <laughs> Joe. Joe. Joe Benitez. <laughs> um, fun. You know, it's. I think it's. It's what you. What you want out of a JLA book. It's. You know, all the. All the heroes fighting all the bad guys. Yeah, I mean, you got the Injustice League. Lex's group of of bad guys that he's putting together to beat the living crap out of the Justice League and. Uh, uh, what I liked about it was, it, I mean, it, you know, it, there's been kind of the last issue they were putting the team together in the, or not in the last issue, but in the wedding special, mm-hmm. and and now they've sort of, you know, they started striking at the, the Justice League, the very Justice team, yeah, very methodically, and and uh, so far they've kind of kicked their asses <laughs> at this point. Um, no doubt about it. I, part of me is like, I I I like it, uh, but part of me is like, ah, oh, it's a little too uh, comic booky. Well, no, not comic booky, but like Saturday morning cartoon, you know. Just uh, that's kind of the charm of it is that uh, you, no, see, you see the old school challenge of the Super Friends, Legion of Doom. I, I did like I did back like in the swamp. it. Uh, uh, the art was interesting. I, I thought um, I, I wasn't really familiar with Joe Benita's stuff. I thought he had a, a very McFarlane-ish. No, he spent years and years and years at Top Cow. Did he? Yeah, doing a lot like a lot of stuff at Top Cow. Okay, uh, on, he might have done the Darkness for a while. I'm not, okay, I can't be. I don't want to say for sure, but I know he's done a lot of stuff at Top Cow. I, I don't like. I don't like all of his art in this. I, th- I feel like some of, some of the stuff seems a little posed, a little stiff. Some of the faces were a little odd. Uh, but I love, this one in particular, I love his Gorilla Grab. Kind of fucked out looking. Uh, yeah, the Gorilla Grab was good. Um, it was fun. I mean, I think if you're a Justice League fan, I mean, it's got everything in it you want. And, but definitely and get the wedding special because it leads right into it. Yeah. It's it's, it's almost... I was surprised how much I liked the wedding special. Yeah. It's almost uh, JLA 12 and a half. Yeah. You really need to, I really, to I really think there should be more comics about weddings. <laughs> well, it wasn't really about a wedding. Well, so much. More as party. I think there should be more books that have wedding in the title, <laughs> even if it's about bloody murder, bloody wedding, <laughs> bloody murder. Just call it wedding beautiful bells. But, no, whatever that won't work. Whatever. I don't know who you think you are, buddy. Whatever. Um, last one, um, and, and it's uh, how could be said last one? And you picked up four. <laughs> because it's That's another one that, that ties in it's with another two. one. It's two. It's two, actually. The, w- the wedding I special for JLA that goes into Justice okay. League of America. But going over to Marvel, uh, the Immortal Iron Fist number nine, then continued into Iron Fist annual number one. And yes. Iron Fist is quickly becoming my favorite book. He's got chi. It's good. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, I... I a couple of things in it in particular. I love uh, Aja's art. He reminds me so much of Severin. Yeah. Uh, I, whenever I read it, I keep thinking about Mad Magazine. Uh, and really? Well, yeah, because Severin did a okay. ton of stuff in Mad Magazine. Uh, I, was after, Alfred, after I was Alfred E. Newman one year for Halloween. Really? Mm-hmm. It's my favorite Halloween costume. <laughs> move, move on. <laughs> and... Uh, Every time, every time I, I really, every time I read, uh, I, I keep thinking about that Severn stuff from Mad Magazine. Uh, it just certain little things that he does in there really reminds me of it. But um, 
But yeah, this is a cool issue. I, I like the fight with uh, the uh, the big sumo. Fat dude. Cobra. Yeah, Fat Cobra. <laughs> and uh, I, I got, I'm getting a little tired of the like special moves that they keep putting in there, like thundering around house. Yeah, dragon it's kick. like okay, I kind of get the, I, I kind of get it, up. but it's it's like all right, all right the, we can we can move on. I think that. if they do that once or twice in every one of the tournament fights, and, and that's uh, the that's the the story right now is uh, that is that Danny Rand is in the capital cities of heaven kung fu tournament, and he's fighting all these other um, uh, immortal weapons. Yes, from all, and he's become a much more powerful character. Yeah. Well, you kind of talked about that today over one. Yeah, I was just saying, like, like I enjoyed out of the Thor, where they made him more powerful without, like, it being some extreme change to the character. The same here. It's like Danny Rand is still the Iron Fist. He's just a more powerful Iron Fist because he's learned more about using the Iron Fist. Yeah, and I like how they've done it. Wound. They've made him a lot more dangerous of a character, but not in a way where it's, like, ridiculous and out of... Uh, out of Sort of the he can kill you without touching you now. Yes, which is <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> and then the the, the annual uh, continues right out of uh, Iron Fist, the the regular series. Yes. And it, but it's 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 more it's of it's kind a of a standalone story mm-hmm. though. Yeah. At the same time, and and it had Chankin art and uh, uh, Dan, Dan Barrett art in it, which was pretty cool to see. Um, and it was more of a side story, a little more history on uh, Orson Randall, uh, the other Iron Fist that we met in the beginning of this arc, or the beginning of Immortal Iron Fist, I should say. Uh, tells a bit more about his history and how it ties in with Danny Rand's history and what did his I, uh, father and that kind of thing. And it finally like explained who all these people are, because I was having a hard time between Wendell Randall, Orson Randall, Ran- Wendell Randall, Rand Dan Rand. Rand. Yeah, I was, so I finally got it, I think. Ann Rand. Ann Rand was in there somewhere. <laughs> um, what, what, uh, if you're a fan of The Escapist, you know, the little uh, prestige graphic novels. Michael Chabon. This really reminded me of escapist stories, because it was, it was... Uh, World uh, War One-ish, or after World, World, World War Two. I think it was before World War Two. It was like in between. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of, yeah, it had a very thirties like feel to yeah, it. Thirty-nine, and maybe. it's and it's uh, it's uh, Orson Randall. Randall and and his group of misfit heroes. Yeah, and yeah. It, it was reminded me a lot of The Escapist. Yeah, oh, it was cool. It was a very cool annual, and like I said, it ties in right after uh, issue number nine of Immortal Iron Fist, but at the same time, it's sort of a standalone. And it was the good shaken. It was the good shaking, yeah, definitely. Because there's good, good shaking and bad shaking. Yeah, Everyone. bad shaking will slap you. <laughs> Backseat fucking drivers. What? Oh, <laughs> well, you don't like us bad mouthing artists? Hey, we're talking. <laughs> we're talking way too much about comics. Yeah. Whoa, what? Enough, enough of this. Oh my god, oh, that came out yeah. of Chris's mouth. Wow. Come on, let's talk about Buffy. Buffy, no. Why not? Why <laughs> show's been over? Uh, so it lives on forever and ever in hearts in and comic. souls and it's, in comics. It is in comics. Well, talk oh, about the comics. Go, okay. We're talking about the the show. Buffy. Yeah, man. That's sweet. I, you know the thing. The problem I have, the biggest problem I have there with we Buffy, go. there we go. Let's hear it. Is, is it's on. No, it, I like the show. Right. Uh, but the problem I have with it now is that every time there's a new show or movie mm-hmm. that's like an action thing, right. it always has to be a, a woman. Sure. And not that that's a problem necessarily, but sometimes it feels kind of forced. Right. Uh, perfect example. I, I know you didn't see it, Chris. I know you watched it, but I watched Bionic Woman. The right. premiere was this week. Good and show. I like Bionic Woman. Oh, did you we're, really? We're, we're, we're gonna oh God! What did you like? What did you like? I see. I, I, I. Well, first I will say I did not care for it at all. I, wa- I went into it wanting to like it. I watched the promo of it. I thought it was pretty cool. 
Uh, but then I, then I, after I was done watching, I'm like, no, it's just I didn't didn't care for it. But one of the things I had the problem with going back to the Buffy thing was it was like, okay, they introduced this character that's sort of your everyday average female, young female. She works, she's a bartender. And then she gets in a car accident, and they... She fights vampires. Well, and then she turns into a superhero, basically, because she's the bionic woman. But not only that, her complete attitude changes from, like, uh, fighting with her sister about crap to, I will bury men. You know, like, literally, she says, uh, keep bringing... At the end of it, she's like, I'll bury one one guy after the next. Right. And it's like, where did that come from? All of a sudden, you're this... And, like, if you wanted her to be a badass, why didn't you just introduce her as a badass? It would have made more sense than, like, oh, she's your average, you know, 20-something-year-old bartender, but because we put bionics in her, she's uh, killing the sheep. She's Wolverine now. Yeah, you know, and it's like... uh, And that's the problem I have sometimes with, like, Alias and... Alias I thought was fantastic. For me, like like Buffy, right? Like, I've rewatched all seven seasons of That and Angel many, many times over. Uh, You know, I pop them in while I work and just blaze through seasons. Um, And as I rewatch them, I always enjoy... The overall show, the overall storyline, I, I do enjoy the big kind of stories, and especially as the seasons go on, they get better. For the big bad. But as I do rewatch it, I often ask myself, why the fuck do I like this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's parts like, ah, what a guy is in like a velour fucking suit, and he walks into the cemetery, and he has a shark head, <laughs> and he's like, where you got my kittens, Spike? You owe me some kittens. I'm like, why? Why the fuck do I you like this show? You guys play for kittens? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just, there's so many... Uh, if you look too hard at it... Yeah, it's almost like you have to ignore some things just to be like, don't, oh no, don't look. <laughs> just It's like watching like terrible, like a movie, like a show that has surgery. Like you can block out the surgery part because you don't want to see the gore. Eh, right. Yeah. You know. Just show me... The drama. Yeah, the, the drama and the boobs. Uh, but um, yeah, the, there are so many parts of that show that I'm like... I just can't figure out why I like this. But then it'll turn right around and get super heavy and dramatic and, and good. And I think the, the the thing that that show had really was just really, really good character development. Uh, and it kept... Smart cor- dialogue. It just Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of dialogue that you... F- that that cle- Clever. I don't know smart, but it, there were some very clever moments. Right. You know, Whedon has, has a knack for finding that one just clever offbeat line right. that breaks the, well, the tension Well, I do want to... I, this is something that I would like to say, where obviously Joss is given credit, not and should be, for creating the show, but people need to remember that... Marty Knox. Uh, I mean, that, yeah, that he... There were many, 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 many yeah. more episodes written by, by other people, other people than right. him, especially as the seasons go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, because I, I do believe in the, I get, this could be completely wrong, but to my knowledge, once Angel started, I think that he focused on that a little bit more and yeah. let Buffy. Well, it was, it was kind of like X Files with with Chris Carter. It's like he had he had control of like the the overall. Right. Yeah, but the best episodes it. in there were not Chris Carter episodes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And do, you, do you think any of it has to do with just because, like, you've also, like, sent, maybe since you first watched it, you've gotten older, or maybe your taste well, has changed well, no, a little bit or anything like no, that? No, 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 because I did not watch it. I didn't, oh, didn't watch, watch one episode as it aired. Because I had a weird... The, the show was over oh, before by the time watching. I started watching oh, okay. it. There was I about three them. years where people knew not to call my house on <laughs> Tuesday nights I at had, 8 o'clock. I, I, I was phone. actually on the other... It, that show, there was two shows that I just... And I've turned around on it, but there was two shows that I was like... 
I will never fucking watch that show. Buffy? <laughs> Buffy was one of them. Because I was like, I do not watch shows that have Buffy. And in Trading Places. I'm a man. No, Trading Places is shit. <laughs> trading Spaces, you mean. Oh, Trading Spaces. Trading Spaces is shit. Trading I will tell you, when too. I first got, when I Love started it, my career, I watched, because I I worked so long, I would watch 20 episodes that day. Because at TLC, that's all that, uh, that all network on. was. It was the only show they yeah. had. Yeah. Right. Um, but there were two shows. Buffy... Because I was like, I am a man. I have a penis, <laughs> and I do not watch shows that are and called then Buffy. You found out you did. Uh, and the other show was Friends. I, oh, but Friends I, was so damn oh. good. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. And I fought the power for so I long. I did too on Friends. And I was Friends. like, no. I, and again, you know I, why? Because I'm a man, and I don't get down with bullshit. I was the same way with that with uh, Friends. I would not watch. I didn't watch it for. Probably four seasons. Yeah. I would not. I refused. I didn't watch a single episode. I'm like, I cannot watch this. And then once I started yeah. watching, I was addicted. Same to it thing. I didn't watch a single episode on air. The show, it, the the season that it ended, the last episode. That's aired, when you started watching. And then Casey was like, oh, "The show's over." And she was so like, she just watched the finale, so she felt very nostalgic and. God, I want this season, so I went out and I bought her all ten seasons. Oh, Jesus, and uh, and <laughs> nothing in moderation for you. <laughs> no, I buy anything. <laughs> um, I roll. That's that's the nature of my groove. <laughs> $50 million worth of my property inside you, so I guess you could say I'm your landlord. What do you want from me? I don't know. Maybe you died three days ago and you just haven't realized it yet. Is that a threat? I know three agents here, Miss Summers. Sooner or later, you're going to have to make a choice. It goes something like this. Heads you lose, tails you die. Welcome to the game. I had a weird thing happen, like a show that I watched and loved it when I watched it, uh-huh. when it aired, and then I went back like years after it's been done yeah. and watched it again, and I was like, oh... This what, isn't the Kindred. No, the uh, like Oz. I like that show from HBO, which oh. I fuck. I loved that show when it aired, and then I went back and watched it. I'm like, it's so lame, like, really. Yeah, there's something. Well, it's like, it, wait, what show on Oz? On HBO. HBO's oh. Oz. Oh, you don't like? You I like I absolutely loved Oz when it was on, and I watched it all. I was I was addicted to that show, and then it ended, and now it's been whatever, however many years later. Right. And I started watching. They had re- it's a really, like a, really terrible soap opera, isn't it? Well, that's yeah. That's what I kind of got. I was like, yeah. wow, this is really kind of bad. Shower gang rape. Right. You know, what people don't realize what people don't realize is all the HBO shows that you've come to love over the years: the Six Feet Unders, the mm-hmm. Sopranos, uh, Sex and the City. This, all these big shows came from. Uh, well, Sex and the City was kind of one of the, there was other half hour shows before Sex and the City, Larry like Sean and Larry yeah, Sanders. Yeah. But Sex and the City was kind of the first huge takeoff yeah. in, in in overall audience. Uh, not, I mean, people 
for the first time were signing up. See, for that, it. that was another it show became, that I refused a, to watch. Yeah, it really became good. A I've heard that. Really I, good. I, I, but, Sex in the City? Yeah. yeah. Oh, great show. Great show. And great you will good. learn a lot of helpful <laughs> shit on that show. Well, you know, <laughs> but Oz was responsible for a lot of these shows, The Wire, all these shows. Oh, yeah, because the one it became... Yeah, yeah, HBO yeah, becoming yeah. that Sunday night place to go watch the one-hour dramas, Oz yeah. kind of started it all, because it was kind of the first place that you yeah. got to see an hour-long drama with no fucking boundaries. Right. And then, of course, everything started They were kind of the, the Cosby show. Wasn't uh, was the Cosby show that started the Thursday night NBC run that lasted for, like, two decades? Probably. Oh, the, yeah, Cosby show, Family Ties. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers and uh, Night Court, and yeah. then it went into Night Court, Hill Street Bull. Blues, or yeah, at nine o'clock, or uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, L.A. Law, and then E.R. and it's been E.R. ever since. Yeah, it? yeah, it was. I, I want to go back to why you like Bionic. Yeah, Woman. I, I want to. What go. was it about Bionic Woman that you like? Because I, I couldn't find well, much in that. To, to yeah, I grew up watching the original seventies. Well, I'm sure, me you too, know, me too. And I love Six Million Dollar Man and the, the whole Jimmy Summers. But I thought it was cool for the fact that you had. She was violated in a way, and that was a pretty cool angle they did. Where in the old one with Lindsay Wagner, it was kind of like, oh, she woke up, she had bionics, and she could play tennis again. And right. this one, it's a little different. And you again, did it's, what to there's me? still yeah. the yeah, there's still the military aspect, but again, it's it's very you can see things coming. Um, you can see the uh, the relationship between the doctor and his dad. You know that right. whole dynamic. You see Miguel Ferrar's character, and I love Miguel Ferrar. You can see his character playing both sides of the, the fence. He, Which I did like. That. I did actually thought that was one of the more interesting parts of it right. was you weren't sure where he was at. And what does that remind you of? What other role was he in? RoboCop. He played that yeah. exact same yeah. role. So, you yeah. weren't sure if he was good or bad because RoboCop was his baby. Then at the end, he snorted and they coke. Even, they even you know, and he's, <laughs> he gets shot and everything. You know? They even did the same thing with her boyfriend, the doctor. Yeah, he's you kind of weren't sure yeah. whether he's a company man or whether he was looking yeah. out for her throughout, even at the end of it. Uh, there were things of it that I liked. And the other bionic woman is an interesting di- dynamic too. Oh. And you wonder if the two women are going to team up. And you wonder if if there's a six million dollar man out there running around somewhere, or the, if the I, doctor I know, is a six was, million dollar man. I was pissed. I that. didn't hear at least one time. I thought when she was running through the woods, they I didn't hear it. I didn't. They needed to. At least one, just one time. I they did. They, like a kid. I didn't hear. Da, 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 da. Well, you know, Sal, hey, it's bionic woman. I love grown men. I didn't even hear the do, do, do. Oh, earlier. Up, uh, <laughs> at once we were talking about this, and that they really went the long way around to get to a point that could have been easy. It's like if she's gonna be, you know, rebuilt by the military. If they're, if she's gonna be a badass, why not just start out with her? In the military, yeah, that's what I didn't understand. I mean, I understand. It's like they were trying to because force have, her to be because they had to sell this pilot. Like you see, really had to sell this pilot. Bionic, she, because she, because bionic she soccer be, mom. Yeah, she has to be a twenty-something bartender. And they're they're up against Sarah Connor Chronicles on Fox. And that's another really. Oh, There's really? a Sarah Connor Fro- Con- Chronicles. Yeah, the Terminator sequels. Oh, does it happen after Judgment Day? It happens uh, like a year after Judgment Day. Oh, oh my! Part two. Crazy. Disregarding part three, at all. You didn't see the. I didn't see it. Yeah, it's I TiVo out. everything. Well, no, it's so coming. I, I bit torn everything too. Yeah. But no, what? That's, that's coming out. <laughs> oh, illegal! 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 Hey, you guys we do no, no, uh, opinions of guests of the show. Can I mention one other show? Yeah, uh, sure. We were at the Detroit uh, Podcaster Meetup the other night, and we were all talking about heroes. 
and the question came up. Don't talk about anything that's on television. <laughs> no, 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 no. The question came up. What, what, is any gonna be wa- anybody going to be watching Journeyman? I watched it. Lo- I loved it. All of I us said, don't, no. We're, don't talk about it. I'm not going to no, no, talk about, about it. it. But we're just kind of tired of the whole time travel bit that Hero, and they kind of like grabbed Hero's time travel, and it's been fun and everything, and they kind of turned that into a quantum leap show all of its own. Yeah, and but see, like, the thing that, what I liked about travel. it so much, though, is that it did something that no other show has really so done. That's kind of a nice twist on it. It, yeah. it. Is that it dealt with the repercussions of him being gone. Of him, you know, like, it, he's he's yeah. missing for two days, and at least half of that show, if not more, dealt with the problems that caused him in his life, as opposed to just him going back in time and trying to fix stuff. And that's what I thought was more interesting about that show. Mm-hmm. Plus, I really enjoy that actor from Rome. He was in Rome, which was one of my favorite right. HBO right. shows. But uh, I liked Journeyman. I thought it was great. I, I, okay. I really enjoyed it. But. Have you guys watched, uh, has anybody <clears throat> watched Dead Like Me? Dead Like Me. It was a Showtime uh, show. Yeah. Is I, that I, the... What? The the girl, the Grim Reaper. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't seen oh. that. It's clever. It's a clever yeah, show. You gotta watch that yeah. show. I think it's only ran two seasons, and then I think they're gonna try to make two or three seasons. I got two seasons on DVD, but and they were gonna try to make a movie out of it. Uh, it's it's one of those great shows that I just don't know if it caught its audience. Uh, and it was kind of at the beginning of of Showtime's attempt at shows. Right. Um, I love Weeds. I, Weeds is good. Cool uh, Dexter's a pretty decent show. But uh, Dead Like Me is, he, you know, this girl gets killed very right beginning of the show uh, by a toilet seat <laughs> that is falling <laughs> from space. From space. Yeah, and it just falls and it's flaming and kills her. And uh, that's a shitty way to the die. Grim Reaper. You know, it, <laughs> it's basically it's almost like the Grim. You know, there's Grim Reapers for for different kinds of death. Okay. Um, and they're all over the world. She, she's a of toilet them. seat Grim Reaper. Now. <laughs> well, no, no, she is uh, the trap. Grim Reaper who like violent deaths or you oh, know, okay, like okay. violent accidents or whatever. Right. So the Grim Reaper that takes her soul, it, that her soul is his last one, and then she has to take his place. Oh, so okay. it's like it, it's basically following the the life and times of a brand new Grim Reaper amongst other. So she's learning how to do it. What yeah, she, and she to doesn't do want to do it, and sure. she 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 looks the same way that she does to ever to her Grim Reapers, but she looks different to the outside world. Like her appearance changes. Okay. Um, but the uh, has a Jasmine guy is one of the Grim Reapers. <laughs> and I will tell you what, she is fantastic. <laughs> really? Uh, she's a nice. meter maid. Because they got to have jobs. Cause so they're like life. alive? They're, they're alive. Undead. They're basically kind of like... Uh, but they exist like in here the world. in the world. they got to find places to live. Oh, really? they got to have they, jobs. To but their side job is they every day. Souls. Every day they meet at a Waffle House, like an IHOP, <laughs> and the main, their boss hands them Post-it notes with a, with a, like a name, initials, uh, of a name an address of where to be and what time they have to then go there find out who i mean they don't tell you, you what it looks take. like it's on a yellow post-it <laughs> note so they each get a yellow post-it note and they got and then there's these gravelings so you always see the kind of these ghosting goblins that are making all these god how did i never i mean funny I, I heard accident. about that show but i had no these idea funny that's what funny accidents happened but jasmine guy is part of the you know she's one of the grim reapers and she is a meter maid <laughs> and it is so great right off the bat they establish her kind of attitude and, and she's going up to give this guy a, a ticket on his car and he's like ah you, you take it back you know and she's like nah I can't do it you know just flat out like nah 
and, and and he just starts going, you think you're all powerful, blah, blah, just because I got a nice car, you got to give me a ticket. And she pulls open her jacket. She has a, she meet her maid, and she has a goddamn Glock on her <laughs> head. And she, and she goes, sir, I will fuck you up. <laughs> and she just opens and shows the gun. Right off, and that, right off the bat, I was like, this show is great. <laughs> you know, Jasmine Guy, we mm-hmm. you know we saw her on, she was always the, the, the prissy kind of right. preppy one on uh, Different World or whatever. Yeah. And to see her just kind of be this all-out bad and just like, sir, I will fuck you up. Uh, but it is such a clever show. It's such a cool little dark comedy. Uh, dark comedies have a hard time on Yeah, TV. Yeah, because they, it is quirky, but... Uh, Pushing Daisies is going to be tough. It is. Ah, it's, the deaths are see. hilarious. I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, that sounds for awesome. example, there's, a, there's... Again, you'll always see these weird little goblins... Very quickly running around and like okay, uh, it has a water guy, the water man. He bringing in the bottles of water and in, into an office. Right. And uh, at, he's switching out an empty bottle and he picks up the big, the new bottle to put it in. And all of a sudden, you see this kind of quick grave, uh, the the graveling go in and spill water on the floor. And so the water man slips. Uh, the the full bottle that he's holding goes flying in the air and lands in his mouth. Oh, and and drowns. So them. they're like. So he's just laying on the ground with a giant like <laughs> jug of water. Yeah, jug of water just oh, 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 like exploding him. <laughs> so it's always like something odd, silly, weird, right? It's uh, always accident, right? Acc- know, and then of course there are souls there, and there's all kinds of weird I'll little to, rules. I'll definitely have to. It, there's two seasons out of on DVD. I would say you should definitely check, check those out. They're really fun. My parents are selling my house. You want anything, sweetie? No, thanks. The house I grew up in, they're selling it. How much? I have no idea. How much is the check? Why would they do this? They loved our house. It just doesn't, it doesn't add, add up. up. What's the problem? We lived there for 20 years. What's the problem with the check? She didn't charge us enough. Let's pat and run. We most certainly will not. Right, Johnny Law on the spot. They're just up and leaving. She didn't charge me for my fruit salad. Doesn't make sense. It makes sense. It doesn't make sense. Her parents are moving. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it's just too painful for them to walk by your bedroom every day. I mean, it's not like they need the extra space, because when she kicked the bucket, they gained an extra room. Roxy, do me a favor. Shoot him. Gladly. So far ahead of this, babe. I was joking. Roxy. Look at you. You think you're so bloody special, don't you? Prancing around and you're tight blue trousers and your big shiny gun let me tell you something sweetheart cops don't eat free people hate cops please don't i've had a bad morning already uh excuse me kiffany hi could you settle a dispute for us what is this sweetheart do officers of the law receive complimentary meals no (laughs) coffee's free you want some more coffee no thank you so uh, you just neglected to charge her for her fruit salad. Well, look at that. You're right. I'll get you a new chair. Fucking hell! So they're selling your childhood home. And Chris, since you know we didn't like Bionic Woman, and he did, you know, what don't you like about weeds? You Talk said about that. season one, though. <laughs> that's what all, no, I've only. That's You're gonna have to get over this somehow. Dude. Dude. That'll do this. I'm, I'm only. I'm only. Uh, I think through season one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, the the Godmother was the last episode mm-hmm. I saw. So I, I I just I've only seen a handful of episodes, but the whole 
you know, mom selling pot to to stay in her family is just, you know, beyond. You know, I just don't find it funny. Well, it's. A, it, it's I mean, a, I know it's a funny show. It's Kevin a, Nealon is mm-hmm. funny as mm-hmm. Kevin Nealon can be, but eh, I'm just kind of over the whole drug thing. Well, I'd rather I, watch. You know, I don't the know shield. how much of it. I mean, <laughs> shield is fucking I mean, awesome. It definitely has. It, it, Definitely is about drugs and and drug culture, yeah. but it's really more about poking fun at suburbia. They do right. That's bastards. That's really what the and not even not the even your suburbia. <laughs> I, it is. It it's like Southern California. No, it's any suburb. Uh, that's I mean, it's, it's oh anywhere, yeah, it's any suburb. So but that's but it suburbs. also is I what I thought about it because I I in the same way I tend to stray away from anything that has to do with fucking pot because I find it to be. Juvenile, right? Like when you name things like uh, bong water. You see the movie Bong, <laughs> bong water? water? No, because I'm a grown man and I don't watch shit about bongs. Unless you're hot. Uh, unless it's hot boobs. But um, bongs, weeds. I, so I, I wanted to stay away from for almost the same reason. Yeah. But part of I think was almost like a social issue that I think as people we go through in that it, she wasn't just selling weed to sustain her family, but it's that weird. To sustain her lifestyle. Uh, lifestyle. Yeah. 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 To me, that's what it... That It was almost a more like a social commentary on look how fucked up people are about their material world. Right. Well, that's the thing. That they would yeah. sell drugs to maintain... She's trying the illusion to, she's trying of this white her, suburban, yeah. Yeah. upper she's class... She's trying to keep her kids playing soccer yes. and right. right schools. But everything that she's doing, her kids are fucked up. Oh, yeah. Beyond all belief because of what she's doing. Right. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, so to me, that's what I enjoyed about the show. More so than, I mean, I always find, I don't find uh, drugs humorous. I mean, it's just Well, not, drug humor, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like. It's just, you know. But that's not really so what like, the hey, show. Man, right, type right. comedies you Cheech and Chong see. or. And that's almost Kevin Nealon. Now, Cheech and Chong is fucking hilarious. Well, but that's <laughs> what I mean. It's like beyond Cheech and Chong, you don't really need to do anything <laughs> right, more. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they did it all yeah, it's, it's in the 70s. A, you know what I mean? It's like it's already been done. I do kind of like Days and Confused, though. Yeah, but that was more if, about high school. If only because I was that age, like, I was their age when I watched it, and I was kind of a junkie at have that you, point in my life. Have you noticed how much more, I mean, I, I seem to have noticed it's like so much more, there is so much more drug use in comedies nowadays. I just watched uh, Knocked Up. Yeah, uh, with the guys from Forty Year Old Virgin, they get high in funny. every movie that they're. That well, they're, I mean, but that's like all they're doing, and the, uh, when they're when they're not telling the story of the movie. They're getting high. I mean, that's right. all they're doing. But it's like you see, I, I seem to no, have noticed of late. It's like it seems like so much more drug use in films, especially comedies, younger comedies. Once again, it's like when did that sort but of come back around? There, you know what? There was drug use in, when I was growing up. I mean, look at Less Than Zero and Bright Lights Big, Bright Lights Big City. Yeah, but that was, but drugs that was about, about drugs. That was about well, the I mean, right. detriment drugs of drug were, use. You know, and it wasn't like Harold and Kumar or anything like that. I mean, yeah, right. yeah, but, yeah, but those, yeah, those were movies. I mean, like those movies that you mentioned were movies. This is how you destroy your life. Yeah, about right. what <laughs> drugs yeah. can do. These yeah. are Robert Downey talking now. about like, oh, I got this girl pregnant, and I'm smoking. Yeah, right, right. And, and here's right. two guys, you know, playing Mortal Kombat. Oh, and they're getting high while yeah. they're doing it, and having yeah. a really good time because they're they're friends. And right, you know, I don't think it's a very you know uh, uncommon picture of right. you know of American life I mean, for a lot of people. This might just be. I mean, this, this might just be me, but I am the kind of person who, uh, at 30 years old, I can't even hardly t- tolerate somebody going, "Oh man, 
I got so fucking drunk this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it, even those kind of stories to me, I'm like... It took me three days for a goddamn. That's like me coming up to you guys tonight and going, oh, man, I drank so much fucking water today. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I was pissing for an hour I'm and a half. serious. Like, I drank a lot of water. I mean, that's not cool, right? I mean, it, who cares? I can't yeah. keep up. It took me three days now, to recover okay. after the Bullpen Bulletins yeah. episode. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Now, when I'm 16... Sure. Well, right? that's what like, I mean. But that's I what I, out. The, the thing that kind of, and maybe it's just because I'm getting old. But the thing that kind that's of bothers me. Well, yeah. the thing that kind of bothers me about it is I sit there and think, you know, it's like okay, you have a movie about uh, these, you know, six nerds, you know, kind of geeky right. dudes that, but that are cool and funny. And and if you're a 16, 17 year old kid going to see that movie, yeah. and you're watching them, and most of their day is spent, sure. you know, playing video games and and smoking weed, it's like, well. What does that really kind of say to anybody? I mean, you know. Well, I'll tell you like what it say. says right now. When me and my friends saw uh, Days of Confused when I was right. 16 or so, mm-hmm. we, we, well, we were wasted watching it, but it only <laughs> it only reinforced that we were doing cool shit. Right. right. Like, well, that's what oh, I mean. Yeah. It sort of reinforces the idea that it's, you know, and, and there's nothing I, mean, I got nothing wrong. Movie, I got nothing. That movie has a funny line where the guy says, uh, hey, I came here to do two things tonight. Drink some beer and kick some ass, <laughs> and we're almost out of beer. <laughs> That's sweet. That's, you, you can't get more redneck than that, baby. <laughs> Is that McConaughey? No. McConaughey was oh, that was, his <laughs> line was. His line was. You holding? I no. Keep, it'd be cooler if you were. <laughs> <laughs> his line was. I keep, I keep getting, getting older. older they stay the same age. Yeah. I love these high school yeah. girls. But actually, a lot of people rank. forget that Ben Affleck was in that movie. Oh yeah, he oh. was. Yeah, yeah he and was he was the, and he was the big dick. Yeah, the douchebag. Yeah, that and he had a little weight on him. Do you guys know this? Is a fun fact. Oh, fun fact. Fun fact thing. Fun fact time. Uh. Ben Affleck was in, uh, you know, that movie and uh, Mallrats uh-huh. and some mm-hmm. other movies like that. And do you know that um, Michael Bay, when they, Jerry Bruckheimer, when they were looking at to put him in Armageddon, mm-hmm. that they went and gave him uh, all new teeth. Really? So go back and watch Mallrats <laughs> and then watch any movie from Armageddon on. <laughs> we got to fix, fix your teeth there, yeah, man. That's literally, sorry. because he had almost like... Because he's a big guy. He's my height. He's 6'4". Right. Uh, he's a pretty... You know, he's a tall guy. But they were like... He had almost looked like baby teeth. Like they were smaller. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and if, like, and if you go back after knowing this, go back and look. It's he's a different world. Now he's huh? a pimp. You're yeah, like, yeah, right. Look at that shiny. grill, man. That's sweet. <laughs> then he was, he was like creepy looking. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to bite your head. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a fun, that is a, that's a fun little fact. <laughs> there you go. Well, at least they take care of him, you know. Yeah, okay, but they were like, <laughs> we can't put you in a movie because your grill's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> New teeth for Benefer. Oh, what else? Uh, you know what else I'm watching? What? I, me and Casey are about halfway through the season on DVD. Just to let everybody know, once again, I don't watch anything on. I know air. it's, it's annoying. <laughs> it's annoying. Chris, this is this is should Get be one of, one of your best listeners because he only buys things that have been collected in either DVDs <laughs> or as you, you know, know why? Because when things are on air, you know what I'm doing? Getting rich, working, baby. Oh God! <laughs> I'm putting kids to bed. That's what I'm doing. I've got no babies. Tivo, Tivo. I don't have to fool with it. that shit. It's easy. I, I like. I like. I got twelve episodes uh, of Frisky Dingo on my TV yeah, right but now. I'd rather like just wait and get that big box. And I just know. Sit well, I and, like doing that too. But but we got the we. I never really heard anything about it until the DVD came out. And our na- my neighbors told me about it. But uh, brothers and sisters. I haven't seen it's that. Really, my wife's watching that. It's yeah. really good. It's, uh, it has an outstanding cast. Mark, mm-hmm. do you like the writing? Yeah. Mark Guggenheim. Is he writing it yeah. really? Yep. Um. Well, 
Was he There's a comic tie-in. Did he have something from Everwood? Was he involved with Everwood? Mm. Uh, Mark Guggenheim was? No, but no, the, it was a good show. The main writer? Yeah. Well, I think he was. I think he was. Well, whoever one of the main writers from Everwood was, because mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning of the show, somebody else was involved. Uh, and, uh, my neighbors know all this, and they told me about <coughs> at the first ha- or the very first part of the season. There was another writer involved, and it's a writer very well known for being overly heavy and overly dramatic. And quickly they they got that writer away and brought in Everwood, mm-hmm. the writer. And right away you could tell a tonal change yeah. of the show because there's like six, seven main characters. And I'm talking about they share equal screen time because they're all brothers. And this is a huge family. Wow. Um, but... Uh, and right off the bat, there was so much drama that I was like, there's too many characters for this much drama to be happening. This is going to be a hardcore show. And it really toned itself down. But the cast, it has Sally Field. Allie McBeal. Chris Fockhart. Rob Lowe. Oh, I, really? I call him Sam Seaborn because I watched The West Wing for seven seasons. Sam Seaborn. Uh, but Rob Lowe, um, who's the actor who played Sloan on Alias? I have no idea. Um... Sloan. Whatever his yeah. Sloan, I just call uh, him yeah, Sloan to this day. <laughs> Sloan's on there, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna get to see Sloan not be so evil." <laughs> uh, but does it, it ever freak you out when you see like you, like a show you watched for years, and then all of a sudden one of the characters yeah. from that shows on something else? As a complete, I was just had that. Uh, what the hell was I watching? So, oh, Bionic. I think it was Bionic Woman. No, maybe it wasn't Bionic. It was some show that just aired a new show this week. But there's a character from 24 on there. Oh, okay. And, you know, completely. I'm right. just like, ah, oh, my brain can't comprehend. Right. No. Oh, everybody's seen Six Feet Under, right? Yeah, yeah. Brenda from Six Feet Under, oh, the okay. Australian actress, okay, mm-hmm. is on the show as a main character. Oh, wow. And um, and is and that's exactly what you just said. I was so excited because on Six Feet Under. At the beginning, you're like, eh, and by the end of Six Feet Under, you just hate that cracked out, <laughs> crazy ass bitch, right? She's insane. <laughs> and now you watch this show, you're like, oh my gosh, she's normal. She's so nice. Yeah, she's just kind of normal. Sweet. It is nice. I like that when you take a t- character, especially like a like Sloane from Alias, where they wrote that character. I mean, so right. one note oh, yeah. for five seasons, he was the same guy, and it was so ah, uh, and it took me a couple episodes not to, to shake th- it. He, yeah. He's being nice. <laughs> he's I'm such going, a dick. I'm like, oh, don't, don't, that don't gonna trust snap. him. He's gonna <laughs> Yeah. He's gonna bring Sark in, and don't, Sark's gonna cut you. Don't trust him. You're paranoid yeah. about don't, him. Yeah, I'm like Sarah. Well, that means he did his job. Sarah, don't let him babysit your kids. He'll he'll sell it for a Rambaldi well, part. I, I, every time I, I watched 24 for years, like the first whatever five seasons yeah. of it, I loved that show. And I like, it's like every other season, I think every literally every other season sucks. <laughs> but I, uh, that means it's gonna be good this year. Right? But now, whenever I see the Allstate <laughs> commercials with. Uh, with the one, the uh, guy who played the yeah, president. The I'm like, guy, it's yeah. the president. It's yeah. not the guy doing He's all. He's on the state. unit now. Yeah. Oh, is he? Oh, that's right. That, I haven't Do watched you? that yet. Oh, I, I love it. I got the first. If you season. like the shield, you must you love know the what? unit. I made it. Maybe I, I need to finish it because I made it a little about halfway through the unit of the first season, and I thought, oh, this is terrible because oh, I just so felt good. like at the beginning they started a story, and then it just felt there was another version of a character who I cannot. What's his name? Who was on Felicity? Scott, uh, is it Scott? Scott, yeah, Scott. Uh, uh, no, uh, <laughs> Scott Wolf. Scott Mayo. Uh, anyway, yeah, Scott he's Bob Brown. He's Bob Brown. And was married to uh, mm-hmm. Jennifer Gardner for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that dude. But, I mean, on Trump Felicity, 
he is the nerd, smart guy, yeah. like goofy guy, and now he's I'm got it. He's a uh, assassin, <laughs> and he kills people. He's gonna kill and I'm you. just going, no, Felicity would be so disappointed. <laughs> she will hate you, Noel. Don't do it. So the funniest thing, funniest thing about the unit was. Um, Dennis Haysbert's character, right? He was Siriano. Er, oh, on, in, uh, on in Major, Major League. League, yeah. Well, <laughs> to start off this season <laughs> on the so unit, good. he's in hiding. Yeah, so he shaved his head. Yeah. He's Siriano. I looked at him like, oh, oh Jesus. my God. Fuck you, Jobu. Fuck you, Jobu. Gee, stop now, Jobu. Look, I go to you. I stick up for you. You know, help me now. I say, fuck you, Jobu. I do it myself. Uh, well, I want to. I want to go back to one. Uh, just ask you guys if you had uh, uh, seen the the um, previews for the uh, movie that's coming out. We were talking about Alias before with Jennifer yeah. Garner, a new movie. With oh, her the Kingdom. And, yeah, the Kingdom. Have you seen any great. of that? I want. No, I want to see it though. I saw uh, like a making of thing. When, they had on when, HBO when did on he that. become Man. an awesome actor? Who? Jamie Fox. Forever, uh, man. Yeah, but you know he did make that leap from what was that the Jamie Foxx show, which yeah, was but good, gotta, but it was like it, you know what I mean. It's like he went from that, and all of a sudden he's like, oh my god! It's like yeah, but you it's, know, it, he's like well, the black Ray, Tom Hanks. Ray was the big, but you yeah, can only is. You yeah, can, he's the black Tom. Hanks. You can only be as good an actor as the material. I mean, like you give him a you give somebody a show on you know. Oh no no I know I know what you mean. Right. But, I mean, but, but if you see movies, be, I mean, long before Ray, if you see movies like uh, like Bait, has anybody seen Bait? Yeah, uh, I mean that's uh, a pretty bald, good. Wasn't one of the bald ones in that? Uh, no, um, oh, I'm thinking of bulletproof or there's something. That, there's the big <laughs> tall. Uh, I don't know his name. There's a lot of char- great character actors in that movie. Any given Sunday, he's good in that. Awesome movie, yeah, man. Awesome that is movie. a great yeah, movie. movie. Don't waste my motherfucking time. But even though I mean, you know, it's like it's funny because like like that kind of movie, I could see someone like Oliver Stone going. I need a character who's very, you know, gregarious and outgoing and, you know, cocky. And it's like, okay, you could see Jamie Foxx doing that. But then it's like, you know, like Ray is like... No, you know what you I know, you know what I mean? It's like how do you even sort of we think to, of him as for that role? I talked and he was about amazing. This with a friend of mine today, uh, the same exact thing that you're talking about. I we brought up Steve Zahn. I don't know if anybody knows yeah, sure. Steve, yeah. Zahn love Steve Zahn is a hilarious actor. But if anybody's seen him in in certain movies, uh, there's a new movie he's coming out. Uh, him and Christian Bale. I forget what the name of it is, mm, uh, but it's a serious movie and a drama. And, and he said, my friend said, well, I'm kind of worried about it because I wonder why he'd do a movie like that. And, and I said, if you've seen like Riding in Car with Boys, where he, you know, he played kind of a junkie, like right. accidental father. And I mean, he was a great moments in that movie. And I, yeah, said, if, if you movie. look at those at, little, if you look at the, like the actors, like especially like right now, if you look at the actors that are revered in Hollywood. That the Tom Hanks, they're, mm-hmm. the comedians have the widest range yeah. because they've Comedy the good the good comics, good, good comics. because they've which learned, are few and far between. They've learned how to. Uh, well, Jim Carrey has expanded his. Yeah, you know, and I know people. Were, well. We talked about earlier with uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah, uh, it's like when you've learned how to take like all this like over the top energy and kind of be able to control it in one little place. It's easier to take. That's t- skill. Yeah, that's yeah. not, you know, that's really skill of taking that. Well, and comedy is extremely hard to do well. Yes, yes. I mean, so you're already, you know, ahead of the game at that point. It's just, it, like I said, it just, it just, I think a lot of people were surprised by his, sure. you know, all of a sudden he's become a very serious, you know, actor, someone that's very, you know, 
well regarded mm-hmm. and it's just funny when you look at like I said where he came from right. and like what he was doing it's like you never I don't think you would have imagined him to someday be an Academy Award winning right. actor right. Right. Tom, Tom Hanks Wayne the same thing though you look oh, at yeah. Tom Hanks like yeah. you look at Tom, buddies right. yeah. Tom yeah. Hanks' career was longer yeah. As the oh silly, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, you got like money pits. Oh yeah, and you know, the burbs, the burbs, the burbs which is oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love the burbs. Well, uh, Chris just brought up uh, Robin Williams, and I think he's yeah, his that's awesome. a example. Yeah. yeah, but hit or miss, and and I think he misses more when he goes to comedy. Yeah, but I think now. it's I think oh, yeah, it's yeah. material more so in his it's, regard it's than his what, ability. Yeah. But you know what though, uh, uh, Robin Williams comedy. The, his approach to comedy to me is just slightly dated. Yeah, it is. It, it's of his time. It, like I think comics like Bill, like Billy Crystal, um, and, uh, Robin Williams, the people those eighties, like, those uh, guys, they have they had a comedy that was kind of of that time. Bill Murray, which is another guy that um, his dramatic roles right, I really yeah. I really like. Right. So now when like when I see Billy Crystal or or Robin Williams trying to still do that. The jokey joke punchline, jokey joke like man punchline. of the people that just right. It's not that right. funny anymore. Yeah. It's like when you do see the Goodwill Huntings mm-hmm. or yeah. the movies like the the stretches like that is when you're really like oh, insomnia, man. you know. Yeah. yeah. Awesome in that. Oh, yeah. one hour photo. One, one hour, hour photo. photo. I didn't enjoy that one as much. That was dark. I went dark. Yeah, man, that was dark. I mean, I I actually wanted it to be a little darker and a yeah. little like I inti- because when I first saw the trailers for that, I was like, God, that was a freaky shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, he's done a lot of. I, I think sometimes they do, <laughs> like they go, you know, like uh, um, Adam Sandler mm-hmm. and Jim Carrey. I think sometimes those guys are so wanting to break out of that mold of the the funny guy right. that they they go to the other end of the spectrum with stuff. Well, I think know, Adam's sometimes. only done it in that one movie. <clears throat> well, with Punch Drunk Love. I mean, no, that he was did Spanglish too. But that is a straight up movie. That's not yeah. a weird. That, no, that's that, not like a weird. No, that, yeah, that's not. Kind of. Punch Drunk is bizarre. It was, it was you breaking know. the you know the comedy mold. But, but like you see Jim Carrey do twenty three so now, where yeah. he's playing a psych. You know, I mean, it's like oh, I watched that, and that's just a bad movie. Well, that, that, you know what I mean. It's like yeah. sometimes it's just a bad I mean, movie. He's, he's plays done. a normal. I mean, it's a normal movie. It's not like a. But then you see like Will Ferrell doing. And it was kind of funny, but it was uh, just bad. Yeah, well, the uh, Stranger, Stranger Than Fiction. fiction. Boring. Which is, yeah, it was just, just boring. boring. Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't, you know. You know what uh, people need to watch? It either came out this week or it comes out next week. Is I think it came out this week. Is um, Rain, o- Rain Over Me. I don't know. Uh, who's that? Who's uh, in it? Adam Sandler. And, oh, is uh, it? And um, Don Cheadle. Oh, I love Don oh, Cheadle. Yeah. Cheadle's yeah, awesome. awesome. Yeah. Is it Rain On Me or Rain Over Me? Rain <laughs> On Me. Rain On Me. You're talking about, about big box sets and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um in uh, the the Will Pfeiffer segment earlier in the week, uh, is he it mentioned Pfeiffer or Pfeiffer? It is Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Oh, is it? Yes. Uh, he, and I had to ask him. Uh, <laughs> well, you've always said Pfeiffer, and then when you said Pfeiffer, I was like, Wait a drunk? minute! <laughs> it, it, it's because Tom said, "I think it's Pfeiffer." So, right. so I asked him, and it is Pfeiffer. Uh, now we know. He, he mentioned uh, that the the <clears throat> mega deluxe uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation box is coming out. It's like, it's like. Five hundred dollars. Jeez. Well, it's ten. What? Ten years, right? Twenty. Twenty. They did well, twenty no, years. No, it's the twentieth anniversary. Twentieth anniversary. No, but how many There's seasons of it's, it's seven? It's seven. Seven, seven seasons. seasons. Yeah. That's a shitload of DVDs. That's a that's a Holy lot of stuff. Why is it five hundred dollars? Because it's seven it's, seasons. It's all it one. Matter. No, seven seasons of West Wing costs you uh, like two hundred fifty. Oh, I don't know. Maybe well, I think that, I Star Trek, the Blu-ray, or well, DVD I think they originally retailed for close to like a hundred dollars. Yeah, season. those were those oh seasons were really expensive. 
I don't know why. Because they know they got the Trekkie collectible. Yeah. Well, I, I think you can get it for like imagine, 350 bucks on Amazon. I couldn't imagine uh, trying to watch all that. I, I love Star Trek. And actually, I think it comes with a... It's on every a, night. On well, that's the thing. It's on I mean, constantly. That's why I'm not going to buy Seinfeld. As much as I love Seinfeld. It's on watch constantly. It, I, I watch it every night at 11 o'clock on Channel 2. Seinfeld every will night. be syndicated forever. It will. Oh, yeah. So is, I mean, yeah, it's the I Love Lucy of our generation. Yeah. I mean, it's coming on TV. I Love Lucy. You know? It's them. They're moving around again. You know, it was a night just like this that it happened. What happened, Mr. Weingartner? Oh, it was a long time ago, Ricky. Hinkley Hills was a lot smaller then. Safer, too. You never had to lock your doors. Everybody knew everybody. I must have been maybe, oh, nine, ten years old. You know where the big mall is? Yeah. Well, there used to be a big drugstore down on the corner there. It had, it had a big soda fountain in it. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, the guy who ran it was a, was a rotund guy. He had glasses. His name was uh, Skip. Lived over in Elm, had a wife, a couple kids. You know, not too sharp. I mean, hey, the guy's 40 years old. He's wearing a paper hat, and he's making cherry Cokes. It's a sin she's not running for governor, right? <laughs> anyway... It got hot that summer. I remember it got real hot. It was sweltering. You know that heat where your underwear sweats and it curls up the... Anyway, it's hot, okay? And they start they start smelling this this really vile stench over on Elm, and, and they figure it's coming from Skip's place. And no one wants to say anything. I mean, what do you do? Go knock on the guy's door? Hi, your house stinks. So, so people are trying to ignore it, right? They're trying to pretend that it isn't happening. And, and you know those pine things? They're trying to cover up with those pine things that you put in cars. People are hanging those on their porches. <laughs> oh, you think that's funny, Ricky? Well, yeah. Well, yeah? Let me tell you what happened next, okay? The state health inspector shows up. They go over. They talk to Skip. He says he's got a sump pump problem. They leave. Hey, the guy's got a little sewer problem. He says he'll look after it. Everything's okay, right? Mm. Wrong. A couple hours later, there's smoke pouring out of the windows of Skip's house. The firemen show up, they go into Skip's house. You know what they find? What? Skip's family, dead, murdered by Skip weeks earlier with an ice pick. Yeah. The guy killed his whole family with an ice pick. Yeah. Yeah, I just put him in the cool basement, covered him up with a sheet, and went back to making ice cream treats for the townsfolk. Only thing... Skip didn't count on there being a big heat wave that summer. You know what that was that all those people were smelling over on Elm, Ricky? What? Skip's family's bodies decomposing in the summer heat. Yeah, apparently one day Skip just made one too many lemon phosphates. El Snapo. I remember that. I, re I remember hearing about that when I was a kid. They... they they tore down the soda fountain that fall. You now, these towns are full of those kind of stories. Sometimes they're happening right under your nose. You know, speaking of noses, ever since his family has moved to this block, I've been noticing a weird kind of odor. Kind of like death. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh, don't be liars, but Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Peterson. It was a mistake. I didn't mean to walk away. I apologize. I'm going home. Oh, come on. Don't be a weenie. I'm sorry, it Mr. Peterson. It was a joke. It was a joke. Hey, I'm going to go do something productive. I'm going to go watch television.
All right, um, it's time for Top of the Stack. <laughs> no, Top of the Stack is dead. We already talked comics. Future Stacks? No, Future Stacks. Sorry. You ain't got it. Listener emails. Got uh, nothing for I you, man. I do have listener We could do listener you know, emails. I think we, um, and on that note, I think we are still going to do the occasional listener emails. Yes. But uh, they're going to have to be special. Well, and let's yeah. let, let's put a little thing out there. You, I think you said it on the forum. Try to include a question. <laughs> yeah. Make it sure that it's a question. And uh, we get a lot because we get a lot of emails of people just saying, "Hey, I want right. to. I, I just want to tell you guys we love the show. I've been listening for a while, and I right. just want to say hi." And those are great. We love hearing yes. from people saying that. Absolutely, but it's not something. We're, I mean, we feel kind of weird reading all those on the show yeah. because it's like right. we're just kissing our own yeah. asses, kind of thing. And, and, it's and, like, and I, I would say that if you have like if you've heard something on the show. And you have comments about it or... A question. Or, or, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, a question, email that to us and possibly we can answer it on the show. But if if you just have your opinion that you'd like to state of something that you've heard on the show, jump over to the message board. Yeah, go to yeah. the forum. Because yeah. exactly. we're starting to notice like a huge stack of emails that are literally a page and a half long <laughs> of, of, opinion. of, yeah, of yeah. somebody's, their own thoughts. And then we're and like... it would be a great... Thread starter, yeah, it's, it's, yes, and, and there's I, tons more people on there to interact with, right? Than us trying to do it in a short little two minute. Yeah, because you know. I'll tell you what, you don't want us to sit here and just read shit. That is not fun. <laughs> we don't for want us, to do that it's either. Not fun for you. <laughs> yeah. And I will mention, I'm talking about the form, and I'll and I'll give uh, Sal a pat on the back. Um, the the old around comics website has been totally replaced, it's dead, with, with a new streamlined, and I gotta say, sexy, way faster. Oh yeah. Site. And the forum was the old forum was really kind of sucky. And it it's, it's a it brand. Did. It's a brand new forum. Things load fast. It's easy to navigate. Well, it's a There's forum that's it's much more like what people, you know, what, forum. Yeah, well, <laughs> what it was before <laughs> was I was using a forum that integrated with the site right. software really well, and so I I sacrificed right. things because it worked really well with the site. Right, like this sweetness. forum. You sacrificed. I, I sacrificed the sweetness. Yes. Uh, but this forum is on a standalone thing that just that's all it does. Right. It just it's just a forum and it's yeah. uh, it, you know it's yeah, yeah so it's, it's ten fun. times go, faster. Go and check it out and, and post your thoughts there. And yes. And if you do have uh, you know questions or anything that you want us to uh, talk about or discuss on the show, feel free to email us. You can do that at info at aroundcomics.com and uh, we may or may not talk about it on the show. But if you post it on the forum. I'll guarantee you that people will respond to it. Yes. Um, we want to um, thank our uh, our sponsor, InStockTrades.com. Waiting for the train has never been easier. InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. InStockTrades.com is your source for trade paperbacks. Deluxe hardcovers, essential showcase editions, archives, absolute editions, omnibus editions, and more. All at great discounted prices. And remember that all orders over $50 ship for free. Whether you're buying an absolute edition or catching up with showcases and essentials, InStockTrades.com is your new best friend. If you'd like to use your computer to show your puppy love for Chris, you can by going to iTunes and leaving uh, an iTunes review. Oh, that was sweet, Scott. I know. People have puppy, puppy love, love for you. <laughs> <laughs> watch uh, out, because Rucka will fucking snuff you out. <laughs> Send his minions. Uh, you can uh, still be uh, a friend of the program. We have the Around Comics flyer. I'm going to try and get a new one designed. So if you want to put that, uh, go to the site, print it out, uh, uh, have your local comic shop owner or manager put that up in the in their store. We'd appreciate it. Just let us know if, the, if they do. And we'll mention you and the uh, store on the show. I also want to uh, say that we are proud to help support the Hero Initiative. Hero creates a financial safety net for yesterday's creators who need emergency medical
Public Aid, financial support for essentials of life, and an avenue back into paying work. It's a chance for all of us to give back something to the people who have given us so much enjoyment. For more information, visit www.heroinitiative.org or call 310-909-7809 and ask for Tom. We have some twisted drinking game going on with essentials or something. Essentials? Every time you say essentials? Well, there is so many... We say essentials so many times in our bumpers on this show. <laughs> it is all over the place. It's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I think Chris just likes to hear me go, essentials. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know where you pick up essentials at? Essentials? The grocery store. At the grocery store. At the grocery store. Mr. Marshall, real quick, uh, anything cool and fun coming up on the old Collected Comics Nothing, Library? Nothing, man. I'm just shooting from the hip. But I, right. I just want to say thank you for all you guys to uh, invite me along to be a part of your extended family. Oh, yeah. On yeah. the uh, the episode. So I'm really happy to be part of it and be a contributor each and every week. So I just want to... You know, thank you, and however I can repay you, you know. And uh, I love being here. This is I cool like hand jobs, brother. Um, <laughs> small, really cool. unmarked bill. Yeah. <laughs> Don't offer too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the nasty wanna, motherfucker. You want to <laughs> yeah. limit it a little bit. We get crazy. But. <laughs> Honey, I, I, I don't know what happened. I'm, I'm sticky and broke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'd like to uh, thank Mr. Mark Beatty, as always, for hosting us here at uh, Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles. You can find them uh, on the web at darktowercomics.net. Yes, DarkTowerComics.net. For Chris Marshall, Scotty Young, Brian Salazar, and the on-assignment Tom Caters, <laughs> I'm Chris um. Neesman. Uh Make sure to come back on Monday for our Around Comics, the Comic Culture oh, Podcast. Can yes. I mention one other thing sure. uh, before we go? Because this episode will uh, be on Thursday. This mm-hmm. Saturday is the 24-hour oh, yeah. podcast, mm-hmm. which we will all be a part of. Uh, it's going to be Saturday from... 11 a.m. till Sunday. Well, we'll start at 10, but you won't be able to hear it until 11. 11 11 Central Standard. We're going to be starting at 10, but we're going to have an hour delay, so it'll start... It'll be up at 11, starting at 11 a.m. on every Saturday. every hour thereafter. And every hour thereafter, and if hopefully. You've ever wanted, if you've ever wanted to hear an audio train wreck, yeah. now's your chance. And uh, I would say, go if you're going to listen to it, go to the site and either subscribe to the feed there or listen to it right there on the site. Because the iTunes thing may be tricky or whatever. Uh, the site is 24 hour comicspodcast.com and it's 24 hour 24 hour, hour comics, comics podcast. podcast.com so check us the out number there two. the number 2 the number yeah the number you 2 you just said it's the 2 4, four. Yeah. and, and, and <laughs> i tell you we'll, we'll have we'll definitely have a uh, thread on the forum that will have a direct link, link yeah, to that yeah, site absolutely. and where you'll be able to get but the we will be a part of that uh, for a, a big chunk of it Trivia, we got some stuff yeah some stuff uh, planned movie commentaries who knows um, edward 40 hands i'm going to somebody <laughs> <laughs> Scotty's gonna rape someone just for the fuck of it. Just because I'm wild. That's the, the nature of my groove. There'll be strippers. Um, I, you know, Gilmore Girls Marathon. Oh probably. Jesus! Found it? Oh, yeah, yeah. God, no. Ooh, ooh. Shut up, you love Lorelai. I've never watched oh, that. She's picked the wrong hot. weekend to come down. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Oh, and if you're uh, if you're in the Chicago area or if you're from Chicago, uh, it's gonna and be it's like gonna rape. be like rape. If you're cool. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Come on down. Get oh God! Never mind. Come on down to Dark Tower. <laughs> we'll have to talk about this next episode. Right. But that reminds me of the uh, 
uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Do you watch that show? No, but oh, I watch oh, My God. Name Is Earl, and that's we'll talk about those two shows. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to those. We'll get to those. <laughs> so yeah, we'll uh, we'll be here at Dark Tower. So if you want to come during hours of operation and and see the silliness, you can. All right, everyone, have a fantastic rest of your week and weekend. We'll be back again on Monday with the uh, the audio magazine format. So and you'll get magazine your Chris uh, Podazine the Podazine Podazine Podzine Podzine Podzine. Don't say ooh like that was a good fucking word. <laughs> Chris is all over here like ooh, right, ooh that's fancy. <laughs> that's brilliant. This is fantastic. The Podzine. Pod- in the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in and around comics and rape. Right. If you would like to suggest a topic, send us your comments, or are interested in becoming a panel member, email us at info at aroundcomics.com or visit the Contact Us section of our website. Music for the show provided by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network. Music.podshow.com Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and do not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Thank you for listening today, and remember to join us next time when the panel will change, but our mission will stay the same. Bringing you the very best news, reviews, and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a Pipe Dream production. Copyright 2007. All rights reserved. Yeah. Why you got my love and left me alone? Why you got my love alone? I know that you don't love me. Oh, baby, what is wrong? Let me. Oh, let me, baby, love you one more time.